0: Welcome back to Miles Away. Today, we're actually staying at home in the great U.S. of A, headed down to Austin, Texas, which is it's kind of a sudden, almost overnight hotspot, definitely for fun weekend getaways, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. And we have a, an Austin local with us in the studio, TPG senior travel features reporter, Catherine Fan. Welcome back to Miles Away, Catherine.
1: Thanks, Zach. It's great to be here again.
0: It's great to be recording with you directly because you were, you were with Brian Bairos and talking about solo female travel.
1: Absolutely. We have never actually talked face to face like this before. We
0: haven't, but it's a lot of fun. Well, Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. So how long have you been living in Austin?
1: So I have been in Austin since 2004. I moved there for school and I stuck around. So that also tells you how old I am.
0: How has it changed over the years?
1: Oh man, it has changed so much in a lot of different ways. Austin's gone from being a small town to small city, I would say, overall, and there's been a ton of tech influence, so a lot of people graduated from college before 2010, I would say. You typically would have to move away to find a lot of the best job opportunities, but over the last decade, a lot of tech companies have started offices in Austin. There's a really strong entrepreneurial spirit there as well. And there's just been a a boom of great careers for young professionals in Austin. So now you've got a lot of people moving in for new opportunities. You've got a lot of people who are early retiring after having made some Uber or Lyft (laughs) money early on. And you've just got a lot of people who are curious about different cultural aspects such as um, great food. And we've always been known as one of the live music capitals of the world we've also got the slogan keep austin weird so we've got a we've got an interesting mix of people in this town I
0: kind of remember seeing that coming into the airport is there a, a keep austin weird sign or something in the airport maybe it's on t-shirts or hats or something Oh like.
1: absolutely t-shirts all over we've got a lot of custom stuff and a recent development for the Austin airport is that we've got a little music stage right there oh i
0: saw that yeah so a lot of people actually move to austin to work so i mean you come for the weekend to to hang out and have a good time but do you typically spend your weekends in austin or do you get out just to avoid the crowds these days
1: man i do both uh i would say when the weather is great i'm in austin out playing in the water like everybody else is when it gets really hot i like to travel and in the winter time we have probably about five or six weeks where it's pretty rainy. I'll usually try to go somewhere warm at that point, but there's just so much fun stuff to do in Austin that really doesn't cost a lot of money. And I think that's why a lot of people are going there for weekend getaways now too.
0: Yeah, so it's reasonably priced. What else is really like bringing people to Austin? What's made it such a hot spot for weekend getaways?
1: Well, we have two really big festivals every year that pretty much everybody hears about. Austin City Limits is abbreviated to ACL. It happens in October two weekends now. It used to be just a single weekend, but you've got all sorts of bands, musical acts. Um, There's just so much fun, live music that tends to be discovered, as well as just big headliners that perform at ACL. And then in the spring, South by Southwest is pretty well known now as well. It's a big tech, music, film festival. It all congregates in the downtown area. The city pretty much shuts down for about a week and a half, and it's a happy conglomeration of everybody doing all sorts of things
0: who would you say austin is for you know is it is it for families uh, couples a friends trip you know is there something for everyone
1: There's definitely something for everyone. I think Austin tends to skew a little bit on the younger side. It just takes a little bit of figuring out what it is that you're looking for. But if you're an outdoorsy type who likes live music and appreciates great food, Austin is definitely a place that should be on your to-do list. Say you're going for a long weekend. What should I hit up? If you're going for a long weekend, I'm going to assume it's relatively warm in Austin. And we definitely like being out on the lake in the warmer months. So you can rent a boat on Lake Austin or Lake Travis. You can get anything from a little kayak, that you paddle yourself all the way up to a party barge in Lake Travis. I did just that. That was fun. I've never actually seen boats yeah. like that. It was this big, like square thing yeah, <laughs> with It's literally two bottom. platforms yes. that
0: kind of float somehow. Exactly. Yeah, it had yeah. a Water slide. We just like. And you do a lot of drinking on it. Island. There's a fair amount of drinking. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound like it would us. be fun until cool. you've done it. Yeah. But it's amazing when you do. People in Texas are really friendly, and a lot of Austinites are either from Texas or somewhere else in the South. So everybody's willing to be your friend and excited about meeting new people. So it's a great place to go whether or not you know somebody there. But if you'd like to check out some of the nightlife and live music, 6th Street is definitely the place to go. We've got all sorts of famous venues, including the Continental Club on South Congress, Mohawk, Stubbs, Parish, Antones. These are all old school music venues that have been really well known for amazing greats, as well as discovering up and coming artists for the last few decades. And then if you are interested in more scripted, more taped performances, the Moody Theater films the ACL live TV show. So you get a lot of headliners from, I caught Sarah Bareilles there a few years ago. It's just such a great venue in which to see people that up until this point, might not have visited Austin because it wasn't as big of a city.
0: So, there's those two annual big music festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go the rest of the time, you know, if you're going in the middle of the summer for, for a weekend or maybe even like, you know, Wednesday night or Thursday mm-hmm. night, are you going to
1: find live music everywhere? Absolutely. In fact, you'll find a lot of the, if you're into indie music, you will find a lot of smaller performers on Tuesday, Wednesday nights at little random hole in the wall venues. So, I often tell people to just walk down the street and see what you like, just follow your ears.
0: So we didn't actually make it out to Sixth Street. We spent all of our time on Rainy Street. Is that uh, you know a, kind of a destination as well these days? Or? Oh yeah,
1: Rainy Street is actually really interesting. It wasn't a thing at all um, twelve years ago, and then the city changed the zoning and they took a little neighborhood that was residential and turned it into mixed-use development. Uh, I sure then the locals love that. Exploded. exploded. <laughs> the locals did not love it, but the young people did, and that's why you'll see a lot of these quirky little bars that are converted homes. Um, with big patios where everybody can just sit and play beer pong and ping pong and all sorts of other outdoorsy, cornhole, anything along those lines.
0: So I I want to jump into some reader questions. I solicited some questions on Instagram. And uh, Jacob asks, is five days enough time to explore or is it too much time?
1: Ooh, you know, I would say three to five days is probably a good amount. If you really, really care about Texas (laughs) and really care about the culture, sure. I think you'll have a great time. Checking out different life music and food and stuff like that. But two to three days is probably sufficient for most people.
0: Are there easy side trips you can make, like day trips? I Mm -hmm. mean, San Antonio, I did a day trip to San Antonio, which was a lot of fun. It's only about an hour away, And it's very different, yeah.
1: So it's about an hour, hour and a half straight down I-35, which nobody enjoys driving. But a random surprising little getaway is driving out to Lockhart. If you like barbecue, it's 15 minutes from the airport and you will find some of the best barbecue you'll ever have. There are three families that pretty much have had warring factions of barbecue companies for the last few decades. I think rumor has it that two of them actually were from the same family at one point And they had a feud and they fell out and the world all benefited with better barbecue as a result. But Lockhart is just 15 minutes from Austin, completely different vibe, very small town. You pretty much only go there for barbecue. So if you like quirky experiences, try that. And you could also drive to Hamilton Pool or a few different watering holes out in the hill country. Beautiful, very different scenery. They're not really hills. They're higher elevations of land. Small elevations. It's as much as you get in Texas. But it is very beautiful at different, I would say it's very beautiful in the springtime. It is very Texas landscape. It's dry. It's green. A very stark type of beauty. Mm-hmm. We were talking
0: about barbecue. Uh, I usually end up going to, to Lambert's uh, just because you can make reservations on open table mm-hmm. and it's good. It's not the absolute. It's best. very central. It's centrally located. Yes, it's right near the W, if I recall. Yes. So if you don't want to wait and you want to have a guaranteed table, I'd say Lambert's, But There's a a go-to that's been very popular over the years, and it's called Franklin's. And uh, Faisal asks, is Franklin's barbecue worth the wait? And the wait can be crazy, like four hours.
1: The wait can be crazy. I actually had an apartment that overlooked the Franklin's restaurant. So every morning, I'd be driving to work, and I would see people lining up at 7 a.m. So Franklin's, I will say, is delicious. It is some of the best barbecue you will ever find. That being said... It's Texas, and you can find a lot of really good barbecue elsewhere as well. So Lambert's is a great spot. Mickleweight um, is a food truck that also has really great barbecue, La Barbecue, terry black's these are all really great spots i went to terry black's that did was fun yeah, we yeah. Had,
0: it was maybe a 30 minute wait in line there but everyone was so friendly someone went and bought like beers for the entire line people and are had, so nice yeah it's such a good time everyone's very outgoing I it's say.
1: pretty difficult to make enemies over barbecue <laughs> unless you're the families from lockhart
0: if you don't like barbecue you know what are some of the other must eats
1: i did want to throw in one random tidbit the whole foods flagship store on fifth street and north lamar They actually have really good barbecue there, too. Oh, really? Okay. I think most people might crucify me for saying that, but it is legitimately pretty decent. All right. I'm going to try it on my next trip. Do it on your next trip. If you're not a big barbecue fan, there are a ton of other great foods you could enjoy. Definitely tacos, especially breakfast tacos. If you haven't had a Texas breakfast taco, you should try it. It's a mix of eggs, bacon, cheese, chorizo, all sorts of different things that come together and make for a wonderful Monday morning. So we're in the Hilton downtown, which is right next Mm -hmm. to the convention center. Uh, and walked a
0: lot of places. We did take Ubers. We went to Top Golf, which was fun. That's fun. that's out in the domain. Yes. Uh, what is the domain exactly? It's kind of hard to explain, but it's, yeah, it's like a suburb.
1: It's kind of a suburban equivalent of a second city center. It's for a lot of the people who are moving into Round Rock or Pflugerville or North Austin in general to work at Dell and IBM and places like that, who still wanted to have a little bit of a going out opportunity, but not drive all the way down to downtown. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And there's actually a lot of great points-based hotels there as well. Marriott yeah. has an aloft there. There's Weston's and all this other stuff.
0: I want to talk about getting around Austin. So we were downtown, which made walking pretty easy. We could walk over to Rainy Street. There are scooters now everywhere, which I don't remember from my last trip, which mm. was during South by Southwest. Uh-oh. I'm not a big scooter fan. Oh, you don't like this? Well, there's so many of them.
1: They're, they kind of take People over the city. People ride on them drunk a lot. It's very yes. dangerous, yes. in my opinion. Yeah. But if you do, um, Lyme and Bird are two of the most popular scooter companies in Austin. Lyft and Uber are definitely getting in on that space as well. And you can also rent bicycles. So it's similar to the New York bike system. You just sign up for an account. I believe you can rent it by the 30-minute increment starting out, and then it's just a certain set rate after that. Okay. But there are a lot of little stations all over downtown. But I should warn you beforehand, Austin is very hot. Our typical summers are definitely in the upper 90s, if not higher. But... Yeah, if you wanted to do something super touristy, you can always rent a Segway. You can do one of those duck tours on the little amphibious buses. Uh But there are a lot of really great ways to get around even without a rental car. So Uber and Lyft are back in Austin as of a couple of years ago. We have a metro rail and a bus system, but it's not as robust as it could be. So I would say if you're trying to go somewhere like the Domain from downtown or you want to get quickly to your hotel from the airport, I always take an Uber and Lyft. Nothing in Austin is too far apart. So you can get wherever you're headed relatively quickly as long as traffic complies.
0: Yeah, the traffic can be a little crazy at times.
1: Traffic is definitely small town roads with big city traffic.
0: And then I've seen those beer cart things, the bicycle <laughs> things. Is that, is, I mean, not as a form of transportation, maybe. But right.
1: <laughs> I think I should make a bingo chart that says if you're coming to Austin, you might be part of a bachelor, bachelorette party. You're probably gonna do a pub crawler. You're gonna bar hop. Pub crawler, that's a good so name. So they're called for pub it. crawlers. Okay. And it's this interesting contraption that's partially motorized and has 12 little bike pedal type things for people to sit on. And I usually see a lot of drunk people sitting on them and going, woo, as we drive <laughs> down the street and they're pedaling. And I'm just.
0: What time of year would you recommend for a visit? So, I mean, South By is in March, I think. So I've gone in March most of the time.
1: I would say the best time of year to go for most normal people who don't love insane heat is probably between late March to early May. So prices will be really high in March just because South By takes over the city but you still get beautiful weather up until about Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. So I very much recommend people come around then. In the fall, there are also a few beautiful weeks, but it's a little more variable. So I would say if you know for sure you wanna come in the fall, November to early December tends to be really great. That makes sense. It's usually when it's cold everywhere else, but it's still kinda nice and warm in Austin. So good little end of year getaway.
0: I have one more question before we take a break. But what is the deal with the bats? I heard about the bats and we didn't see any bats, but apparently okay. this is a big attraction.
1: It is. So Austin definitely has a reputation for having, I think, possibly one of the largest bat colonies in the world, definitely within the US. But there probably are about one point five million bats that live under the Congress Bridge. Which Austin One
0: point five million under the one bridge.
1: Under that one bridge. Oh my god. They're very tiny bats. Okay. People really love watching them, so In the summer months, you'll see people just lined up sometimes two or three deep along the Congress Bridge, which separates downtown from South Austin. And everybody will just be standing there waiting for these teeny tiny bats to fly out in massive hordes.
0: I should have waited. I saw them all lined up. So the, you'll have people were lining back. the entire bridge on the way to Terry yep. Black's. But we were so hungry that we we're just like, well, yeah. screwed on past.
1: Well, I have a an insider tip for you. Oh, you do. Go to the Four Seasons or the Line Hotel downtown. Mm-hmm. Both of them are right along the bridge right there. And wander down through their back patios. Because you can see the bats from under the bridge as well. You can just see them against the sky. And there still will be some people lined up there. But you'll be more comfortable there. Especially if you're near the Four Seasons, you can wander out with a drink and hang out on their property.
0: I've been very curious about that Four Seasons and we'll talk about it a bit more right after this break. Perfect. Recently, Austin's become pretty well connected, not just within the U.S., but there's some new international flights as well. I know British Airways started flying from London a, a few years ago, and they've actually had such great success with that flight that at, at times they've upgaged it to a 747.
1: Well, I just flew direct to Frankfurt from Austin on Lufthansa a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, and that's a
0: new one too, right? That's a
1: new route. Lufthansa has added a few different European routes from Austin and it's not their only Texas destination either. And Norwegian actually flies direct to London from Austin as well. Oh, very
0: convenient for getting across the pond. Yeah. But there's flights, nonstop flights you can get there from most major cities in the US now. There's definitely some connections required depending on where you're coming. Someone in our group was coming from Memphis, I think had a flight. Someone else had to get from Asheville to connect in yes. Atlanta. Just right. it really depends, but there there are definitely quite a few options I have noticed, especially on weekends that the fares can be pretty pricey.
1: So Austin's grown a ton. I would say that is one of the biggest ways in which Austin has grown since I moved here. We've recently expanded our airport. I think we now have 34 gates up from, it used to be 17 or something like that. And that means a ton more nonstop destinations. Frontier's been adding a lot of flights. Southwest has a whole bunch. So I would say for a lot of people who are not from major, major cities, maybe more midsize cities, you'll find a lot more direct flights now to Austin via Alaska Air, Southwest, so on and so forth. As to your question about the weekend stuff, it's kind of hit or miss because there are so many events that happen in Austin over the weekends. But if you look in advance, I would say typically four to six weeks out, you'll find really good rates overall. I checked just now and I saw nonstop on Frontier for 77 round trip from San Francisco. Oh, wow. So if you're willing to fly Frontier, there is that option. And if you're looking for the big three, Probably around two hundred dollars. Okay.
0: So yeah, if fares are that low, then it might make sense just to pay cash or use your, you know, transferable points to book directly through a portal. You know, chase if you have the ultimate Sapphire Reserve card, book through ultimate rewards at one point five cents. Um, sure. versus transferring to an airline. But if the fares are climbing above mm-hmm. four or five, six hundred dollars or you're booking a last minute ticket, that could be the moment to pull the trigger on a redemption.
1: Absolutely. And then Southwest tends to do some pretty solid deals to Austin sometimes. Mm-hmm. So from Newark, if you're a points person and you fly southwest, you can probably get a flight for under 4,000 points one way. Oh, wow! I've done it a bunch of times. Oh, that is a deal. Yeah. Okay,
0: as far as the hotels, uh, the four seasons I've always been looking at, and I've wanted to stay there. It's very, very expensive during South by Southwest, and I've actually ended up staying at the Domain instead just because really you know, the West and the Domain, yeah, it's 400 a night, which is a steal, right? But off season, you know, we ended up paying, I think our rate was about 150 dollars at the Hilton. Which is decent. That's you know, They've got yeah. a pool. It's very centrally located. For sure. Didn't make sense to redeem points at that point.
1: No. Some of my favorite hotels in the downtown area are the Westin has an amazing rooftop pool and bar. That one is right on Fifth Street. It's two minutes walk to a lot of the bars on Sixth Street. And then the JW Marriott downtown is a Category 6, 50,000 points. It's a great spot, especially if you're smart enough to plan way ahead for the big festivals. You might be able to get one of the most premium spots you could possibly find. They usually are pretty smart about it, and they block those off. But, you know, keep checking. Worth a shot. Uh, There are a whole lot of different hotel chains that are in Austin now, especially in the downtown area. There's a Kimpton property. The Hotel Van Zandt is right on Rainy Street, and it has really fun, quirky decor. So, Austin's really well known for live music, and their chandeliers are made of different brass instruments. Oh, I think that's it's cool. super fun. Austin's really well known for independent brands as well. So, you've got quirky places like Hotel St. Cecilia, Hotel San Jose, the Austin Motel is really well known and Airbnbs have really taken off in Austin as well. And we actually have a pretty quirky hostel scene as well. Oh yeah. So might be more of a TPG backpacker interest, but native hostels is a swanky one. so bougie hostel. I know Nomadic Matt has a hostel, I think, in Austin too. Yeah, does he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. That's Very funny. Cool.
0: I've always wanted to say the Driscoll, which is part of part of Hyatt. So oh yeah. It's kind of fun to just walk through the lobby there. But
1: The Driscoll yeah. is, I believe, the oldest hotel in Austin. And it's allegedly very haunted. So oh. whenever you do, you can get a free ghost experience alongside of your Hyatt points. Very cool. <laughs>
0: Quite the amenity. Right? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Catherine. I really appreciate it. If someone wants to follow along on your adventures, where can they find you on social media?
1: Instagram is a great way to find me. It's Catherine Fangirling.
0: I'm always enjoying your, your post. Thanks, Lots of fun sir. stories there. Safe travels, guys. Thank you.